Yo, yo, yo. It's me, Mac. I'm back again. Uh, find me on Twitter at AZ Sports Fiend. And I'm here with the boys from Chirpin' Yodies. And that is the correct way to sp- say it. Uh, shout out, Tyler. I know you're the, the only one holding it down on this podcast. But uh, thanks for having me back on. And you know, coming off a rough Cardinals game, uh, my podcast is RBR Podcast. If you guys are Cardinals fans, feel free to check it out, uh, subscribe, whatnot. Um, but yeah, glad to be with you guys. We we recorded yesterday, and it was kind of a a down recording. But uh, you know what? I'm a Coyotes and D-backs fan too, so you know we're kind of used to to rough games. So we're gonna be back at it tonight, and hopefully give you guys a decent 45 minutes hour show, even though. Tyler and Haynes won't be here. It won't be as good, but it might be a little bit funnier. So let's roll. Sounds good to me. Thank you for uh, saying Yodis correctly, Grandy. Anyways, Grandy, how are you doing tonight? Doing all right? <laughs> I'm doing good. Slowly dying here, but I'm doing good. Um, uh, watching this uh, currently tied Coyotes game as we record. So pardon any outbursts. Per I usual, internet. I got good internet now, so I can definitely watch it while recording. It's it's very nice. Well, why don't you guys let me know what's happening? Because apparently, I'm about two minutes behind on my stream than you guys. You guys are all fancy with your ESPN Plus and whatnot. I'm over here on SportsSurge.net. So <laughs> legal site, of course. Legal site. Oh Holy... yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of yeah, course, sponsored course. by Manscaped. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We are. I wish maybe one day. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So besides this game, um, I guess we've been doing not so great. Kind of great. What do, you, uh, what do you guys think of the last couple of games? It is. Yeah, been, sorry. Oh, sorry. But, uh, yeah, it's been mostly. We've had some decent outbursts during the games, but outside of that, it's same song and dance we've seen all year. Offensive zone penalties leading to them taking momentum, leading to them scoring goals, leading to them taking the lead, and us just not having the offense to take it back. We, right now, in order to win, we have to play an almost perfect game with great goaltending, and if that doesn't happen, we're just... We fall out of it early, and that's what's happened these last couple games. I wouldn't say they've been especially bad. I wouldn't say we've played especially well. It's just they're about the average of what this team has been. And unfortunately, the average of this team is, well, near the bottom of the league. So uh, it's really all I have to say on it. So what do you boys think? Well, I was just listening to you guys' last episode. And yeah, it sounded so optimistic. And I kind of remember those times like... It was only like two weeks ago. I felt it felt pretty good, you know. We were getting. I think we had nine points in like seven games, which you know might not be you know fantastic. But when you're in a season that we're currently going through, it's it kind of gives you a little fresh of a breath of fresh air, so to speak. But um, yeah, I mean, you pretty much covered it when you're a team and you haven't scored. The Coyotes have not scored over. What is it? two goals and like six of the last seven, seven of the last eight games. And on the season, we're averaging, I think, 1.8 goals per game. You're just not going to win a lot of games. So, I mean, 
truth be told, I got I, more times than not, I definitely have the Coyotes game on, but uh, it's usually mm-hmm. on the laptop while I got a, a movie or something else going on the big screen. Just, you know, it is what it is. It's, you know, we're going to pull through and you got to look for, forward to hopefully tonight, you know, the Rangers. And I feel like the Coyotes kind of want to be where the Rangers are at now. You know, they've got, what, a handful of guys from first-round picks from 2017 and on that are on their roster now, and they've made some good moves and have quality goaltending. So I feel like this could be a kind of a blueprint for Bill Armstrong kind of watching this, you know, organization right now tonight. You know, I, uh, you guys pretty much summed it up for me. I mean, it's a uh, it's rebuild season, tank season. Um, pretty much just like I'll take any points we can get. I just hope we have entertaining games along the way. That's pretty much my take on it. Uh, it's good to see young guys get in there and, gonna be a weird when uh the world juniors start but we'll have to get into that a little bit later in the podcast actually no we're into it now i'm sorry i misread the notes because i clearly <laughs> know how to read i guess i got my glasses on uh so speaking of world juniors grandy you said there's a couple of arizonans on that list right Did i hear that right probably not. yeah uh matthew nice who was drafted in the fourth round out of scottsdale arizona by Does the he have a brother in the league Oh. Matthew Nice, I don't think he does. I okay. believe he, he, he would have known if, yeah, okay. That, that last name sounds familiar, though. It does. Wouldn't it be shocked if, I mean, there's a lot of hockey players that share names out there. I wouldn't be shocked if, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if his dad was a guy who played in, oh, yeah. settled in sure. Arizona, and that's why he's there. I mean, that's what happened with the other guy that we're about to bring up. Red Savage was drafted <laughs> by the best name ever. Yeah, just the most classic <laughs> hockey name out there. I mean, come on. Oh, for sure. But he was drafted to the Detroit Red Wings, actually. Good to go. So about that buy that jersey just because. Sedona Red Savage. I hope we trade for him. Sedona Red Savage. I like that. Thank you. But yeah, the between this, the WHL draft that where Arizona had the second most prospects drafted out of it of any state in the uh country how many picks are in that draft by the way uh roughly it's a i think it was a 10 round draft there's 24 teams in the league but teams have the option of passing over a pick oh really so i think like a total of a hundred and hundred plus picks were made I don't have that info right in front of me. Someone who's more of like a novice like me. And the the WHL, that's like one of the best development leagues in all of the world, or what's that? Yeah, so the WHL, um, you have the Canadian Junior Hockey Leagues, which is the OHL, the Ontario Hockey League, the QMJHL, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, and the WHL, which is... Western half of Canada, and it also includes Seattle and Portland. Um, it's up there with one of the best. The OHL is probably slightly better than, or the OHL is better than it. And then you have, uh, it's probably the second best after them, though. Uh, The QMJHL does produce players too, but not quite to the rate the W does. Uh, and then. NCAA and European Junior Leagues, unless you have a player that's in a European Pro League, 
that's a different story. A Europe, if a player's playing in the European Pro League, I'll make a your they'll be made a special note of because that's that's a special player then. That's like the top of the top. Yeah, that's going to be a guy who's going in the top five, kind of like uh, there's a guy. How old are those kids? Are those like 16, 17 or? 18, 17 to 18. 18, 18, okay. Yeah, 16 to 17 are getting drafted next year, and that's kind of where uh, the guy I've been ranting and raving about, Connor Bedard is. He's 16 at the moment. Oh, yeah. He's in the, he's in the WHL as well, actually, so. Shout out to all the Arizona kids getting picked. That, that's pretty huge. So, yeah, just, I mean, to all the people that want to say hockey doesn't belong in the desert, I mean, we're proving them wrong. We're growing the sport every day. It's Find out your arena settlement next year. Come on, boys. Let's go, Yodis. Yodis. Exactly. That's just what, that's the only thing standing in our way right now. You know, there's but a the, legend. That uh, says that the uh, ice in Arizona, like the sheets they make, are actually made of Canadian kids' tears whenever an Arizona kid gets drafted. <laughs> that's what I heard. I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm pretty sure that's what we use the surface of ice with whenever they, uh, whenever Toronto drafts another Scottsdale kid. All those tears flow right in. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's so funny because it's Toronto has drafted yeah, exactly. two Scottsdale kids in their time. Mm-hmm. We've had three drafted so far, and two of them are in Toronto. And you want to say Arizona? We've only had three drafted so far in the okay. last couple of years. Yeah, um, but it's building, though, obviously. It's... Oh, it's building. Uh, the Kachucks are born in Arizona. Okay, yeah. But they're not considered Arizona product because they're from St. Louis. Kind of like Austin Matthews was born in California, but he grew up. Product, yep. Okay, that makes sense. So, because I know the Kachucks is what everybody wants to label as an Arizona guys, but unfortunately, they got like their very young start here, but most of their real development happened They're up cool, in school. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. This is crazy to me seeing like a Toronto fan wearing a Matthews jersey being like, oh, hockey doesn't work in the desert. Like, what? Uh, right. An Austin Matthews jersey on. How, what are you, what? <laughs> what are you even talking about? That's ridiculous. No, I um, I remember once very vividly. Steve Dangle came to our defense once. Toronto fans were ridiculing us for having Austin Matthews Leafs jersey for sale on our pro shop. And you can argue if we should have done it or not. Yeah, I remember Steve, that. But Steve Dangle came up and said, "He's a local legend there. Right. If you talk to Arizona hockey fans." More of them will say that they love Austin Matthews than that they love the Coyotes. He yeah. is. I mean, if especially if he can come down here, he will be one of the most important pieces of Arizona hockey. It's just it's yeah. common sense to make money selling his jersey off in there. Yeah, I mean, I would. But uh, back to the World Juniors. Uh Coyotes only had one prospect make it, which is unfortunate because when you're in a rebuild, you want multiple there. But the one prospect that made it is a damn good one. Um, Dylan Gunther, I've raved about him about as often as I can. How about I, every day in the group chat? 
Yeah, I don't shut up about him. You guys all know how I feel about him. He is quite possibly the best prospect the Coyotes have ever had, which is saying something. Dylan Strom was a hell of a prospect. Um, He's just, he's incredible. He's on a first line with Shane Wright at center. So, crossing our fingers, that's what we hope to carry on over here. Uh, outside of that, the other Arizona connection is Andre Tournier is technically the head coach. My guess is he'll get replaced in the next week or two uh, with that, but as of right now, he is still listed as the head coach. So you do have that as well for the for the World Juniors. So. What how, are they not? Have they not been training at all? The World Juniors, or oh, they they just started up. Um, they did their selection camp last week, which is where Connor Bedard shown uh-huh. and had points and or eight points in six periods to make the team as a sixteen-year-old, which is incredible. Um. Yeah. But they've just been having the assistant coach doing it so far. Their real training camp starts this week, and I'm guessing you'll see one of the assistants named the head coach. So that um, makes sense. I can't, can't really do both. No, you can't, can't really. Unless he takes a leave from the Coyotes, which I can't imagine. I mean, I don't... He, he, he could probably coach the Coyotes on Zoom or something, you know. Canada's. <laughs> Pretty yeah. hockey's pretty big in Canada out here. Yeah, I mean on Zoom. Yeah, oh, it was rebuilding bad. season. Just go ahead and go. It's all right. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be fine. We don't need a coach. It's all right. <laughs> we'll have uh, that little snowman guy do it. Pierre do it for a week or two. Uh, you and Pierre. <laughs> oh, we go way back. Me and Pierre. When do but, those uh, games start up, though? If you said that. What's that? When do those games start up? Oh, I just sent the tweet to the group chat. Um, I think it's next day after Christmas. So how would somebody like I be able to watch it? Sorry. On HL Network, which will probably also be on ESPN Plus then. Good thing you have ESPN Plus. And that login, Tyler. I got you. Sorry, Disney. My the mouse is gonna come get me now. How do those tornadoes holding up over there, uh, Grandy? What's that? He says he's got tornado warnings over there tonight. How, how you holding up over there? You all good? So far, so good. The storm hasn't hit here anything like it was supposed to yet. I've just had a lot of rain. Okay. Um, That's scary. Yeah, no sirens have gone off so far. So yeah, I'm all good. Um. I know you heard the sirens before. Yeah, I've heard the I it happened once during a podcast. You remember that during the summer? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Usually, yeah. dead of summer when this stuff happens, it's very, very weird that it's happening in late December. Uh so but yeah, everything's holding up fine. Just a lot of rain, that's which so far so good. Melt all that snow off. What is snow? What is that? <laughs> uh, something you won't get to know in Arizona either when you move back. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't even know. Like, I, I think it's like that, hey, that like hey. cold stuff, right? I get, uh, come on, we get hail here. You know, we kind of get yeah. stuff that looks like it. You oh, do have <laughs> smash my damn windshield. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And then we have the Olympics. Aren't, wait, are we? Is the U.S. going to the Olympics? I heard we announced a roster, but I thought we were like boycotting it or something, aren't we? No, there's no boycott in it. No roster has been announced yet. Oh, I thought I saw a thing. A whole those projections, maybe. I don't know. It was projections. The big thing we know. have right now is COVID's probably going to keep the professional teams from going. You're having more and more players every day standing up and saying, "Yeah, I'm not going over there." We're not with that. Uh, not with that. Uh, Megatron variant. Um, not the variant. The quarantine days. Because oh, you're gotcha. three to five week quarantine period oh, if you get a positive test. Good lord! So, like I was, like I was talking to my dad about. Imagine if you're the Edmonton Oilers and Connor McDavid gets a positive test the day before the gold medal game, and <laughs> you lost your best player for the next five weeks. They'll choke in the first round anyway. Like it matters. I <laughs> mean. Okay. You'd still be pretty pissed. So it's just, I have a feeling when it's all said and done, NHL players are not going to be going to the Olympics this year. All that work yeah. to get it in, too. That sucks. I was actually excited for that, too. That suck. When, when is the Olympics at? What, what, what month? Is it that January? January. Yeah, January something in Beijing. The yeah. Where have I been at? I swear. I don't know. I feel like I'm still like 2000, early 2020 or something. This pandemic has just been. That doesn't really make too much sense to be sending your pros out there and risking anything like that. But, you know, hockey is a different breed, though. You just, you never know. Yeah. No, you've. Like, I think it was Sidney Crosby that stood up and said, yeah, that uh, quarantine period is scary, but. I'm still going to go play for my country. So, yeah. uh, you're still going to have players go if they're allowed. I just have a feeling it's not going to be allowed by the time it happens. Um, we're only a couple more teams getting postponed away from it not being able to happen in the first place anyways. So. Right, because you were going to go to a game that got postponed, right? Yep, last night. Uh, okay. la- so, so have we right, always had right. the Olympics where you just play straight through it? The NHL? I thought they used to take an Olympic break. No, Is that no, not? they do take they do take an Olympic break. They're taking a three week break this year too. Okay, so it looks like it's from February. So the Coyotes play February second, and they don't play till February twenty third. Okay, yep. so it looks like basically most of February. Okay, yeah, most of February. So most of February we're without games, and then uh. Like I said, it could be with it's just it with the unusually long times that China has for their quarantine. It's going to be a killer to it. I just I don't see how it's going to survive with that. Because what it is is you, you get one positive test, you then need 
two negative tests over the next two days. So two straight negative tests, or you're in a minimum of three-week quarantine. And it can go up to five weeks if it, uh, I can't remember what the protocol was, but yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, (laughs) you're going to hit the five weeks. If you go in for three weeks, you're going to hit the five-week type thing. Good Lord. It'd be hard for, like, a hockey player like us. We're like, yeah, I'll just go play some more PlayStation. You know, not a big deal. But to them, they're like, I can't do anything. I can't imagine. Or in a country that doesn't speak your language, that is, we're, I don't want to get too political on here, but it's pretty oppressive. So the nicest. You're talking about a country where you're going to be stuck in a little five by five room, essentially, in this quarantine. Mm -hmm. So, it's just. I could be banging the Olympians. How they have all the, uh, yeah. well, whatever was going <laughs> on was it? Ass Olympics. Yeah, the little cardboard beds they had at the <laughs> Summer Olympics. Like, passing out condoms and shit. Oh, jeez. Got me rating going. That's it. All my hard work <laughs> to last before my eyes. <laughs> that, that would suck, though. Yeah, I mean, to miss out on an Olympic year, yeah, I mean, in five weeks, I, just sitting I, there. Oh man! I honestly didn't even know the Winter Olympics is starting up. Uh, I don't. It's cra- it's crazy. Yeah, it's right around the the. But I don't it, see any advertisement for it at all. And I don't. You haven't either. I don't know if you will because it's in China. And you oh, that's to... true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who the hell knows what's going on with that? I only yeah. know because I have. I have Peacock. No, I watch the Chelsea game. So the only oh. reason I even know is because it just it shows the commercials for that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Peacock up. hypes that. Yep, they sure. love that. I don't have Coyotes games on Peacock, do they? No, no, because that's like that's NBC, which no longer owns the rights. Okay. Even then, they only had a couple on Peacock when they did have it. it was only, and it was like the most random games ever. I don't know how what the heck they were thinking. How you guys liking uh, the whole ESPN hockey? Oh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. I know there's a lot of people that complain about it on Twitter, but I don't understand why. I personally love it. Um, It's cheapened. You get so much more for a cheaper price than what you used to get the NHL.TV for. Um, You get... Do they just think the commentators are just not very good? Yes, one of them is. Good lord, that lady. Oh, God. I don't remember her name, but geez, I want to just (laughs) freaking hit my head against the wall. That's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, God. (laughs) Leah Hextall, is that who? Leah Hextall. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We won't be having her on here anytime soon. I hope not. She'd be good. (laughs) I hope not. God, I would be like, yeah. uh, Most boring. But no, I'm good. Thank you. Have a good day. I think she'd be good as a color person, but she just doesn't have yeah. the energy to do a play-by-play. Play. Play. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, she's very flat. And she's <laughs> I, man, I think I want my Meemaw to do it over her. I'll take my Meemaw and talk. She doesn't know anything about hockey. I'd rather have her do it. Like, please, you'd be less sleepy than Leah Hextall. Good <laughs> Lord almighty. 
How about that friggin' goal last week? You guys, I don't think you guys talked about it in the the podcast. The uh, the uh, goal. Name's the yeah the, yes. the split yeah. from behind the net. Mm-hmm. We we talked about it. It's you guys talked about it last week. But I don't mind talking about it again because I yeah love right no oh rock hard. Zegris is my baby. Zegris is the first draft prospect where. I was higher than almost everyone else across the board on person in my personal rankings. So, oh, he, he so he's the guy who I kind of hold up with pride. So to watch him do something like that is just filthy. Yeah. How old is he, Grandy? 20... 21, I think, right? Yeah, he, I think he's just turned 21. So he got a big drink after that, then I would. Oh, I mean. And what I've, what I've, first off, his celebration afterwards, his mouth just sending there, Stunned. like, yeah. did I really just do that? And then I made that? His interview after the game. If you haven't seen his interview after the game, I highly recommend going and watching. I did not see it. Um, he is just, I'll send it to the group chat. I'll refine it and send it to the group chat for after nice. when we're done. But he is so full of an attitude and personality that you just don't get in a lot of hockey players. So it's a really nice breath, breath like, of fresh air. Like honest and is he like a little humble or what? No, no, he's not humble no. at all. No. <laughs> That's awesome. doesn't need to be when you score like that. Oh yeah. Hell no. You're, you, for years we've dealt with the, Oh, well I couldn't have done this if this hadn't happened. Uh, I'll yeah. take the hockey player who goes and, yeah, True honesty. Pretty sick. Yeah, I'm pretty much the best. <laughs> Give me a contract already, honestly. You know, just go ahead and sign me two years, six years, whatever. It's all right. I know. Me I, everybody loves the humble guys, and you need the humble guys. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying. Shout out Shane Down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Makes it fun. Fun to watch. I like a kid like that. Yeah, that's how you kind of grow the game, too, with all these young kids. Sure. You know, it's all. It's. It's, this isn't 1991 anymore. There's people love the flash. People love the flare. You know, if you do something great, you know, flip the shit out of that bat. You know, like it's oh, yeah. just a whole different era and just what we're in. And that's the way we're going. And if people don't like it, like you know, you don't have those goons out there anymore. That you know, enforcing that. These fucking cats. I swear to God, I'm gonna kill one of them. Um, but yeah, I mean. I feel like that's the same way with baseball too. You know, you, the, baseball and hockey—they got to do a really good job of keep trying to grow the game. And how do you grow the game? You get the young players, you, you get the young kids interested in talking about it, and you know, showing their buddies those highlights and stuff like that. And so, I, I think specifically hockey and baseball—they got to almost kind of go out of their way and kind of, you know, encourage it a little bit more. You know. We, the old heads, I mean, sh- there's a reason why they're still fighting in the game and whatnot, and stuff like that's going to get handled one way or the other. But, I mean, let them have fun. Like like you said, Tyler, you know, let the, let the kid be a kid. Yeah, it's more fun. And I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, soccer just passed hockey in terms of, like, popularity in the U.S. It's now the fourth. It took hockey spot. Oh. So, yeah, soccer's growing. Which is <sighs> crazy. They obviously didn't let me vote. <laughs> And the two well, sports it's... mentioned are the two that are most overly steeped in tradition yeah. and 
to do things the old way. Old heads. Baseball and hockey. You, it shows nothing more than when you have Zegers has that goal and you immediately have, um, right. You immediately have a guy going, Oh, well, that's just not good for the game. I don't want to see the Harlem Globetrotters out there. Yeah, it's I do. Goal. <laughs> I do. Yeah, please. Yeah. Do yeah, man. Absolutely. Talk that shit. Absolutely. <laughs> I get and Tortorella was a very defensive minded coach, so I understand exactly where he's coming from. A play like that is risky. I get yeah. where he's thinking, yeah. but I feel like he kind of fell back the next day when you, I think you showed that group chat of uh, him and who's the other dude who the ex player Ray uh, Ray Ferraro. Yeah, that was pretty good. I thought that was a pretty good interaction right there, and I feel yeah. like Tortorella kind of like he he was still trying to like you know. Stand in his his own, but I, he kind of but realized was, almost or, that okay, this is where the game's kind of going. You got to grow the game a little bit. Yeah, Good. I thought ultimately Ray Ferraro did a fantastic job of letting Tortorella speak his mind, and but also, yeah, it was a good uh, conversation. It was good. It's what you want to see. Yeah, and uh, it's nice to see like ex players, you know, kind of agree like they he understands you know where the coach is coming from and stuff but it's like you know we love this sport we want this sport you know people to to love this sport too and really it's you know it's the way every every sport's going it's you know you don't want to be buttoned up from the top you know you gotta you know let it breathe a little bit you know pop a little buttons off yeah just to, you know add to like the whole soccer thing i mean when team usa beat mexico this last time Christian Pulisic had it underneath his shirt. He wrote "Man in the Mirror," which is what the Mexico goalie said. Yeah, oh, yeah. USA wants to be us. Oh, people that was incredible! It. How it was awesome. People were crazy saying Dosacero and all that was fantastic. So it's Boy. like that, that kind of stuff grows the game. Now people know who Christian Pulisic, Chelsea player, not a big deal, mm-hmm. you know, is, and it's just it's good. I'm glad that soccer well, hates it past hockey, but I'm glad soccer's growing too. We need more stuff right like that. Too. We need. Zegers. We need the Matthews. We need those kids to show up and kind of be like, look how fun this sport is. Not just like, oh, you know, uh, thanks to my team, this and that. Like, let, let them brag. Let them, you know, like people love what? when the NBA does it. Yeah. What you mean is more Zegerses and Matthews that are out there. Absolutely. Showing their personality versus Mr. Never Smiles, Jonathan Taves. Right, where if you do something fun, there's a guy eyeing you from across the fucking eye. Sorry, excuse me. Across the ice, you know, ready to pummel your head in or something like. That's a, there's a reason why that's yeah. kind of going out of the game, like. Yeah, exactly. I, don't know. I totally, I totally agree with you guys for sure. Embrace the speed, embrace the skill. This is you're yeah, seeing absolutely. a huge influx of speed and skill into this game. And oh yeah, yeah. You don't want to hurt those guys too. You know what I mean? If they take cheap shots, like that's only going to hurt the. The brand of hockey, you know, moving forward, mm-hmm. you know, let those guys, let those guys fucking be free. Yep. I mean, there's a reason why Austin Matthews keeps making the cover of NHL. I mean, he's one of the just the honest guys to watch. I mean, honestly, I mean, that's who I'd want to market for sure. I mean, he's unafraid to say, kind of be out in the limelight and. Yeah. Can I just say I went to the the Edmonton Oilers game. McDavid and Drysdale are so nasty. Uh, can I just say that? I just want to interrupt you, Tyler. Yeah. I apologize, but oh, you're fine. Oh, just, just gushing like we were right, right there, right above the goalie. Um, but 
first row where the Zamboni's at, like right above where the Zamboni comes out of, and just seeing those those two specifically, like it was like in awe. Like oh, I'm surprised it wasn't a devastating score of a game against us. But I mean, those. That's all I wanted to say. It was beautiful. I, I just love seeing like eliteness. Doesn't matter what it is. Like yeah, I'm not the type of person who like. Like, I like all types, and people are like, well, what's your favorite type of music? And, you know, i got my, you know, personal favorites, but I'll listen to anything. If if it's kind of like, I don't want a better word for elite right now, as I'm, you know, a bowl deep and four beers deep, but if anything, <laughs> like, really, you know, cream of the crop, I, I'm all about. It doesn't matter, you know, the sport. I cannot like the sport, but I can appreciate, you know, the gift that, you know, how great some of these athletes are um, or music or any art in general or just whatever before I go on a little, little tangent for you boys. No, I mean, elite. Why are you watching the game? If you don't love elite players and elite plays, it's why yeah, exactly. to me, the worst place you can possibly be is the middle is mediocre. You're just, floundering in that state with really no way out and no way all you're going to do is look at getting steadily worse until you're well the D-backs of this year (laughs) oh good lord I'd rather do what did this year and decide you know what we're looking at mediocrity instead of trying to pop up prop up this mediocrity let's burn it down Let's not act like we're trying to be, you know, a foot in the middle. Like, let's, let's yeah, let it be known. Exactly. And honestly, do you guys think, I know we were wondering if we should touch on it, the, the chicken rumors. I almost, from a my point of view, it almost feels like, okay, people are calling on Armstrong, obviously. They want, you know, one of his best players or whatnot. But could it be Bill Armstrong? He's obviously he's doing his due diligence, but he's almost come to a realization, too, of, he probably never expected it to be a one, two year rebuild, but it's like, well, you're obviously going to ask for the world. And it kind of reminds me of Cattell Marte with the D backs. Like, are the D backs going to be good in two, three years? He's on a team friendly contract compared to most of the other major league, you know, stars his age. You got to at least keep an ear open, especially when you're not a year away from, you know, a finished product. So, I don't know. No, and I what, definitely, I'm 100 with you on that. Especially Cattell Marte, like I, I don't want to see him go. Uh, no. He is one of, he's definitely my favorite D-backs, probably of all time. I guess we don't have a whole, especially the last couple of years. Yeah. But I mean, I don't see the D-backs really kind of being good for a while. I don't even know how long, to be honest with you. Especially, yeah, especially against the Dodgers, like, and he's your best player, like kind of like Chikrin. Who knows if you know anything can happen in any sport? It's like you might as well strike when the iron's hot, but the asking price is going to be sky high for sure. No, and I think the what I sent to the group chat today about the what Elliot Friedman said in the interview is is exactly how we should be approaching it. Teams are coming to us; we give them what was obviously a realistic price because they say they're not running away from it. But it's that also said. Okay, I didn't see that part. Nice. Yeah, they're not running away from it. They're not getting scared off of it. It's negotiable. Yeah, it's negotiable. Yeah. 
And I think that's exactly what we should be doing. We should be, if you have someone that's off limits on a team that's rebuilding, you're doing it wrong. Um, Nobody on the Coyotes should be off limits. You should be getting a fair value for them. And that's why I don't see a guy like Keller or Schmaltz getting traded because their contracts are going to make it almost impossible to get fair value back for them. But Chikrin's contract is not the same way. You are going to get an absolute game changer of a trade. Um, something I use as comparison when we've talked about this in private in the past is what the Ottawa Senators got for Eric Carlson, which was essentially a roster player, a top 35 prospect, two unprotected first-round picks, and hmm. a couple other pieces thrown in. God damn. That... If you can get a haul like that, that's a, that's, that's a haul that sets your team up. That's the reason why the Senators feel comfortable that their rebuild is done, is that trade. Um, Did Bill Armstrong go heavy defense this last draft? Last draft? Uh, not really. He went J.J. Moser, but that's about it. Oh, really? Okay. For some reason, um, I was thinking he kind of looked kind of heavy. We had a couple late-round guys. like We had a fifth-round and then a seventh-round pick defenseman that also went... But you just don't want to count on those guys for too much. The big thing we had is we had a lot of defenders, and you're seeing that this year. We had a lot of defensemen that were mid-tier prospects in our system already. Dyson Mayo, um, these types of guys that you're seeing play with us now. And J.J. Moser, for his NHL debut, has had a very solid game. This guy is, we drafted him because he was NHL-ready, essentially. Is he so, more offensive than defense, or no? He's more two-way. Okay. Better he's defensively like, than OEL was projected when he was younger? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. Okay. Um, what I would call him is a calming presence type player. A guy who the puck gets on his stick, he can slow the game down, he'll make the right pass, he'll make the right decision but he's not going to do anything overly spectacular, which is perfect. Yeah. Second pairing. Yeah. Defense. Yeah. That's exactly what you want on your second pairing defenseman. GMBA um, we trust. But we do have three first round picks and five second round picks this year. God. I know mm-hmm. I can't. Oh, it's going to be exciting. This is speed this oh, process man. up a little bit. Dude, I know. I, wanna, I can't wait for this draft. Holy crap. It's, that's going to be where... If you could trade um, Chikrin to add to that load right there, just kind of envision the influx that we'll see within the next even two years. You know, oh, yeah. for three That's... years even max. These guys are... When was... Uh, what was it? Janice? What's his last name? Moses? Moser. 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 He was drafted this past year. Is that correct? Yeah. Or, yeah. This past year, at the end of the second. Yeah, see, if you oh, you load up on that, you just you don't have to hit on all of them. If you can hit on, you know, close to half, that's going to come up and be an impact right away. I, I, I don't that's kind, That kind of gets me excited. That gets me more excited than trying to wait five years. No, I, 
it's been a, like I've said, it's going to be a couple years. The, For sure. For um, sure. But we're going to see an impact sooner rather than later. The big question like trading Chikrin is, does that impact get helped by trading him or helped by keeping him? And there's arguments both ways. I mean, in the, in the fan base, you got there's a, to an extent you almost have to. I hate uh, something about. Yeah, I, I hate thinking about. Okay, you shouldn't let the fans impact what you're doing trading wise. But the Coyotes are kind of in a different spot. You, you, you have a loyal group, you know, a fan base, but you also want to be able to attract those guys who are just kind of, you know, those half in, half out fans and passengers. You, you, because honestly, I <clears throat> stupid. Um, my mom asked, you know, oh, what kind of jersey you want from any of the teams? And I don't, I don't have a Coyotes jersey. So Coyotes, I was like, oh, the safe player would be Chicken. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe in a week I'll have a chicken jersey and he might be somewhere else here in a couple of months. But, you know, and I, but I'm going to be loyal. I'm going to be loyal to the soil. If they move, it's that, I don't want to bring that up. I don't even know why I just said that. We don't even fucking talk about that. <laughs> I know you guys kind of brought it up a little bit last week. I don't even want to touch that. But just... You know, he's he's that guy. Chickren's that, that face, you know, him and just to maybe a little lesser extent Keller. Um, but that's just someone who people can relate to who's been here for a couple of years now and, you know, want to see him be captain and everything. And then it's just like, oh, he's gone now too. It's like, well, why am I yeah. going to go to a Coyote game the rest of the year? You know, whatever. No, I, I agree. I think it's kind of like a D-backs kind of that situation too because there's not a whole lot to hold on to. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of a similar thing where I think like Chickering at least is a popular face. People like him. People think, again, like you said, perfectly, you know, he wants to be a future captain and all that. So trading him. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, if it's business, yeah, it's business. I mean, you gotta, we gotta build for the future. I mean, we're not going to go anywhere. This is already tank season as they've already seen. I mean, we're not planning on anything. So and if you can get I'm damn near five pieces for him and maybe, yeah. you know, maybe another little smaller prospect or something. I don't know if it's just him alone. Yeah, I mean. It, I trust GMBA. I, mean, it, I, like I, so I was just going to say that. And that's, yeah, that's what I say. If you can get that kind of franchise-changing haul, I have no problem pulling the trigger. If you don't get something like that, though, that's oh. not worth it to me. I mean, if I can say, I mean, I don't. I think you're going to trade Chikrin, who, again, is pretty much like the fans. Keller, not really, but the fans. Oh, hated by this fan base almost. Yeah. So you got to know. I, mean, like, oh, I like Keller, you like Keller, but pretty much anybody else oh. doesn't really seem to. But uh, if you trade Chikrin, you got to make sure you get something good and something the fans uh, can hold on to quick. Like Granny said, you'll get you know an on-ice guy right probably right away. And hopefully he's a kind of youngish piece where he can kind of fit in. Wow, with the group a little bit, and then you really got to hit on that prospect if you're going to get you know a prospect yeah, to sure. back. You know, you've already seen them in, in the minors a little bit, um, and then you know the draft is kind of a crapshoot. But you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta risk it to get that biscuit. So I mean, yeah, if you I, already man. you already loaded up with what five picks over the first two rounds. You add a couple more to that. Yeah, seven. Like just the odds alone. You know, yeah, something's got to hit. Yeah. Oh, you, you think three out of seven, you know, three out of seven really hit like I'll take that. that yeah. They can come up in the next two years within, you know, two, mm-hmm. three years. But especially, yeah. especially when you add the fact that we'll probably get two top five picks between this year and next year. It's beautiful. 
that really helps jump up the because especially if you can get a guy like Shane Wright or Connor Bedard, Connor Bedard has a much higher offensive ceiling and is the type of guy who sells tickets. Shane Wright is a damn, damn good player and is going to be a franchise piece going forward. Don't get me wrong, but Bedard is special. Um, but Shane Wright is that type of guy, the type of center that you build around who wins championships. Anze Kopitar, Patrice Bergeron, and Jonathan Taves, the guys he gets compared to, well, right there, that's like seven of your last 14 championships. It's Jonathan Taves, Where is he projected to go? Top two? Oh, he's projected number one. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's first overall, no doubt. That's Shane Wright? Yep. yep. Okay, I thought you were talking about uh, Bedard. What, uh, oh, he is- Bedard is the next year's draft, and that's Again, oh, oh, okay, okay. Imagine we get both of them. Come on, uh, Batman. That'd be awesome. I'm not counting on it. I'll be happy. No, with yeah. Uh, if we did, I'm being the biggest piece of shit on Twitter. Oh my god, I'm dumping <laughs> on everybody, bro. I'm gonna get blocked more than I already am. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. He says this, but he already is. So I, don't I already know. have like 300 something blocks. I'm not joking. Yeah, last time I checked, it was like 284 or something like that. That was a couple of months ago. I'm sure it's increased. You've been blocked by 384? Yes. That's impressive. Yeah, you know, we have all, uh, we, we've all grown as adults. You know, we get older, <laughs> we learn. Sometimes you, there are things you shouldn't type and things you should. I'm starting to get. I'm, it's actually kind of funny. I'm starting to get blocked by a lot of Coyotes fans because. Really? <laughs> There's a certain section of this fan base that doesn't like what I have to say. What? <clears throat> wait, uh, wait, wait. Who, who, do, who? Don't cough it. I didn't hear. What? 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 what uh, section? We're not going to. I'll mention- say it on my chest. I'll say it on my chest. I don't give a crap. But no, I'm no, no. no I feel you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're good. I'll be nice, but there's a certain yeah, pretty sure. That, really. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Tried to encroach on our turf, but they got they got clapped. So it's all good. (laughs) Stay strapped, baby. It's also funny that uh, these people that block me also follow and use the Chirp and Yotes podcast Twitter, (laughs) which runs. (laughs) My same thing with the D back, my D backs account that I had started this last year. I have people who block me or unfollow me, but then just you know must not even know. They're just all commenting on liking all the posts on the D backs. I don't know. So people are weird. People are it's like that Kevin Spacey gif where he like he takes it off. You know, he's wearing the mask, takes it off. It's like that. It's like, huh? Surprise! <laughs> I I am the manager. <laughs> right? Yeah, I always found that humorous. I love Twitter so much. It's a cesspool, but it's my cesspool, you know? Oh, there's times Love and places it. for it, yeah. Absolutely. There, yeah, definitely. Got to be careful. There's, there's some times where you're just like, yeah, I'm logging off. That's it. Yeah. yeah there's there's times it's entertaining, and there's times you just need to step back and for, for your real. own. Stay far. I almost have to, like, re-evaluate, reevaluate your life. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm putting way too much damn time into this thing. But it's addicting. It, like, it really is. You know, it like, is. It is. I, I remember I've done a lot better job, I feel like, this past year or two, especially since taking over our family business. Um, 
just not not even like really being on it or just only being on it you know like during my shits or something or you know it was a smoke <laughs> break or something but um yeah there was a time i where i was it was bad i remember you posted like, the address when... that was freaking awesome <laughs> you said pull up I, was, I respected that so much that, that was bad but yeah i'd be like laying in bed sleeping and be like oh is my alarm on i, I like turn like grab my phone and put my alarm on and like i wouldn't even realize it and like two minutes later i'd be on twitter like just scrolling what am i doing oh, yeah. like i'm just ah, you're just like a fiend like stop no i do the same exact thing yeah me my, too. my problem is i all my all my twitter accounts i interact with are on the Arizona time and I work early morning Minnesota time. So by the time I'm off work is when everyone in Arizona is starting to get moving for the day. So it's like, well, shit, <laughs> <laughs> it makes it that much harder to, uh, right. Uh, I know we're trying to, get, uh, we're trying to get that. I don't know if you guys seen it. The, was it no context cards account, um, on Twitter is a pretty, pretty huge Twitter account for the Cardinals. Like, 5k followers yeah, or something yeah yeah and uh yeah, messaged him and kind of gave our um podcast guys uh or viewers a sneak peek last night uh we recorded last night it hasn't been released yet but we we're kind of just you know oh we got a couple plans in the works for hopefully getting you know a couple of big cardinal accounts on you know as a guest or whatnot so i might as well just announce it here so if you're listening to this account uh, we are in the works of trying to get no context cards, and he's down. He's like, "Oh, I've never done a podcast before. That'd be awesome." Like, but he's like, "I'm in Ireland." It's like, okay, so we got to figure it. So it's like, well, we've had British Bird Gang on before, and that's kind of the same time frame. I don't know how we even did it, but but he's like, "Yeah." So it's like when it's like six o'clock your time, it's like three a.m. here. So it's like, okay, we got to figure something out. So I, I I feel your pain a little bit, Grandy, even though you're what what what, do you, what time is it there? 10 o'clock? 10 13? 10 13. It's harder. Yeah, we're okay. the same time zone. Okay. You guys yeah, both hard. are in the same time zone? It's two. Yeah. Okay. We're 9 13 right now, so it's changed with the time. Yeah. You like yeah, yeah. Powerhead. I yeah. hate that too. Okay. I thought it was a joke when I first moved out here. I thought it was pulling my leg. I was like, yeah, it's very funny. Like, no, it's a real thing. Why? Does your watch autom- Does your phone automatically switch? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it do it a couple times too. I've been up staying up late. Hey, so you're you're caught up, Mac? What's that? Are you caught oh, up? Two on- one, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. That was a hell of a goal by Keller. I did not even see it. Thank you for the oh. heads up. My laptop to my I have two laptops up and then the TV on as well. But it was a gorgeous goal by Keller. Nice little backhand. So, uh, just there there. the first point in a few games, I feel like, right? Uh, he didn't have a point. Yeah, his He's first been kind point. of stuck at seventeen for three or four games now. Or I guess we have we've only played once since last Friday, so yeah. maybe it was last Friday. Yeah, he had in last game his point streak did end. But Kessels okay. Kessels is on the verge of ending today if he doesn't get a point. What's he at? Uh, I think he's at 15, 16. How many in a row, though? Oh, he's at five in a row. Oh, okay. There you go. Ooh. I so, guess I can't get too excited when you're already two minutes ahead of me. Yeah, I didn't I didn't make any action. Oh, no, you're good. No, you're good. I went on some rant and 
I don't know. I was just vibing with my eyes closed, I think. I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> well, you got ESPN Plus now. You know, you just signed up while you're on the podcast. Didn't definitely borrow my account. So, you know, that's good. Congratulations uh, on I, signing up. No, I'm, I'm, I'm watching uh, basketball on ESPN. I just put it on for background. I don't have the, the ESPN Plus. Or I would. But. Soon. Shout out. Mr. Shout Nathan, out. Man. Oh, uh, did you guys hear the announcement that uh, Coyotes and Univision? You guys heard about yeah, that? Yeah, that's really cool. That's kind of cool. The game of the week, they're doing like it them. starting like next week or something. That's a good idea. That's how you really grow the game there. I'm glad that they're really tapping into that market, especially, you know, Arizona's a huge population like that. So I think it's a good idea. I like yeah. that. Something that needs to happen. I mean, it's something that I can't believe hasn't happened before now. Yeah. One of the, it is one of the best things about having a um latino owner he knows how to get to that get to that market so that's cool yeah it's largely been unexplored for whatever reason even though it makes yeah. up out of the state yeah i think it's it's good wow. I'm, I'm really glad because they did the um what do you call it phoenix risings heck of popular with that community oh. too it's also soccer but man they they freaking man good old times those supporters to get to one of those games. You ever been to a Rising game? Oh, no. I scored again. That is my next thing no, I want to go out. I haven't even. Possible. I've been to an Austin no, FC no. game out here, and it was one of the best times I had. It was. Uh, I sat next to supporters. There's beer and drums and chanting and yeah. MLS love, has a love they have an Austin team. Yeah, they're brand new. They're terrible, but they're brand new. I love the <laughs> colors, and uh, it's actually partially owned by um, Matthew McConaughey. So one of their chants is saying like, "All right, all right, all right." Whenever they do that, <laughs> player. It's awesome. It's here. It kills. Oh, dude! It's you can hear them when you're walking up to the to the arena. O2 oh, that's arena. Cool. That's, you can hear that's, them like loud. I mean, they're you're, like you're right next rocking. to them. That's how loud it was, man. My that's ears were cool. ringing after that. But it was. I'm gonna sit with the supporters next time, and just nice. get doused in beer. And I know a couple of the chants. <laughs> Learn them all. They, the whole all right, all drumming right. and singing. Yeah, that one. They also do uh, like ole ole. They also yeah. uh, it's a whole thing. Like and beer just spills everywhere. Oh yeah, love geez. soccer. I want to get hockey like that. I want to get the Coyotes like that. Oh, this, like uh, playoff hockey games, the Coyotes playoffs. That's, that's some of the best times like in my life, I swear. It's, the intensity is just you know, rivals none. Oh. We'll get there again. Be blessed. Yeah. We need yep. to get those supporters. The uh, I know Phoenix Rising did a thing once but we should get something like that with the coyotes too i think it'd be great to have that kind of like a chance and all that i, think it'd be fantastic. I saw i saw a lot oh, of like yeah. boomer coyote fans like upset because wasn't there like that rabid section it was like the phoenix fc yeah. like rabbits or whatever it was and i yeah. saw like some season ticket holders all oh you know they're all loud all the time you know, like, uh, like that's a hockey game like what yeah. do you want to yeah, sit there I, in peace and quiet like a library come on now right uh, yeah that yeah, that brings up time when i was at cardinal game and i was Cheer like kind of chant like on third down, trying to be loud as hell. Lady turned around. Can you please be quieter? <laughs> Straight up, like if you don't want to, you know, be in an NFL environment, then watch from don't home. Be in one. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, I mean, what what oh. time would it be to be quiet? What the heck? Right? Me of a moment. I'm in the Minnesota Wild Stadium, decked in Arizona Coyotes gear. I go down to the glass. <laughs> My man. I'm down to the glass watching warm-ups. Decked in my Arizona Coyote stuff. 
And I have this woman that's sitting four rows behind me go, excuse me, can you sit down? Because some of us would like to watch too. Jeez. I was sitting here like, this is fucking, the, the entire goddamn glass is surrounded by people. Like, do you know who I am? I'm Bill fucking Armstrong, lady. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's just I like, like, I went to a, a game too. And I was cursing, you know, and that lady like look, which is a kid's like, there are kids here. I'm like, you're at a hockey game. What do, right. what do you think was going to happen? Like, what kind yeah. of environment? I mean, like, come on now. I mean, there's oh, some things that are a little on. over the line, you know what I mean? But yeah, never, I, never try to go over the line. I lose yeah. a lot of hockey games as a kid because that's where I got a cuss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to that game in uh, November. That's where I got to fight my cousins. Right? Well, in uh, 2019, I took me, my cousin, and my aunt. We went to a game. And when uh, someone got into a fight, he said, oh, you know, fucking hit him or whatever. My aunt was just like, Josh. Oh, it was hilarious, though. <laughs> oh, it was funny seeing the look on her face because it was That's exciting. where kids grow up, though. You grow up as a kid. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. You're in a freaking stadium with grown men. Like, when I was growing up at Sun Devil Stadium watching the Cardinals, man, and you had these 49ers and Cowboys fans and wife beaters and cowboy hats just, like, talking <laughs> mad shit. It's like... You grow up real fast as a kid right there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. And you remember those cuss words for sure. There's a cuss fan that still sits in my mind that said, oh, hey, the D-backs freaking suck. You know, and I, I was a kid and I was like, they just it sat with me. So I hate the Cubs forever because that guy. There you go. I never forgot cool. it. I held that yep. grudge forever. Oh. It never <laughs> went away. You really start like, hating oh. people. You start hating people when you, you see opposing fans at your, oh. your own freaking stadium. Especially Cubs fans. God. Mine? Mine? Like that is fucking Detroit. God damn. Every no, Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, I hate those guys. <laughs> but uh, first year we went to the playoffs. Game seven. I think this had to be what, 2012? 2013? 2011? Against Detroit? Yeah, against Detroit. So 2011. Uh, I saw 2011 Detroit or 2010. Knocked out in my section. That's what I, was I meant. That was, 20, that was 2010? That was 20, 20, no, that was 2012. No, 2012 or 2011. Either way, they're all the same. It had to yeah, be it all blends. It had to be 2007. Really we get our ass just handed to us. And it's a bummer. It's the first time we've been to the playoffs since I was, what, eight years old? So I'm just dejected walking up. And you have this Detroit asshole waving the Detroit Red Wings flag. Oh, they're meatheads, bro. Detroit fans are fucking meatheads. But oh. they're waving this Detroit Red Wings flag, wearing a Detroit Red Wings jersey, and he's yelling, Fairweather fans! <laughs> <laughs> and this has on a Phoenix Suns ball cap. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I lose it. My God. My cousin is sitting there holding me back. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see Grandy as a kid. How old are you? Probably 12, 13? I feel like Grandy, like, if if I I have a picture of Grandy, I envision you to look like Andy Reid's little brother or something. You're probably like (laughs) six foot, foot, 225, huh? 13. (laughs) I have, that's the picture. You've seen the whiteout picture of me. Oh, yeah. Oh, you and your mom, right? No. The, oh. the chick that was drunk as hell that sat next to me. Oh, that that's day. right. That's right. <laughs> but it was that game. It was that game. 
Oh my god, that's funny. I I remember Detroit fans. I yeah, I went with one of my buddies, yeah. and there was a a Red Wing fan, big old meathead. You could totally tell him dude took steroids and just totally <laughs> the, the head was the size of a friggin' you know the size of a fucking I don't know watermelon or some shit, but. Uh, he was messing with somebody, and a dude in the row right above him straight stuck him. The dude was like on like the aisle. We were about ten rows up from the glass, and he was there was about three rows ahead of us. The dude tumbled all the way to the bottom. It was just That's awesome. there, and like everyone in our section's like, yeah, like going fucking nuts. Think about hockey is there's no such thing as security guards. Like the security guards are like eighty five years old, so. This thing went on for like I swear like twenty minutes and but yeah, that was that was one of my favorite things to see is this Detroit meathead just get clobbered and just like everyone in the section going crazy. Good times. So Tyler, is he dying inside right now? No, man, I don't know any Detroit just me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> let me uh let me put my Zetterberg jersey back in the <laughs> Because I am a part time You're the definition of a meathead. So. Come on, man. Get... I, know, I know. I'm not denying <laughs> it. So I'm not only denying me, only so meatheads get so. blocked by near 500 people on Twitter. Sheesh. You know, I can make it worse. <laughs> wow. I had to stave my head. <laughs> I got blocked before the episode freaking ended. Okay. Yeah, right. No kidding. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. So. <laughs> So uh, I think we should move on to Tyler's question of the week, or what's left for the... Actually, I have pretty much just a, uh, the Kachinas girls, the red team, the 12-unders. Hmm. They swept oh. their tournament this past weekend, which is absolutely fantastic. Keep going the game, girls. That's fantastic. Excellent job. Uh, and then, actually, Ben Bishop just retired this well, past week, and I was actually at his last game inadvertently. Didn't mean to go. I didn't know it was the last game. I was having to go to a Texas Stars game, and it was the last game. Oh, no way. Not easy to watch. Uh, seeing him on the ice like that, I knew something was up. I was like, man, like, this cold. guy just does not. Yeah. And uh, then, it, you know, so I think my cousin the next, yeah, the next day was like, hey, you went to Ben Bishop's last game. I was like, what? And then that's when ESPN literally, like, no joke, like five minutes later was like, yeah, Ben Bishop. I was like, what the heck? So, yeah. That's a Took sad way to their go first out. hockey game. And, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was hard to watch him. I saw him on the ice. I got sat really close. And I was like, man, something, he looks like he's in pain or something. Again, I, didn't really, I was out of the loop. I knew he was you know, in a conditioning stint or something. But, man, it, it wasn't fun to watch. It, it was hard. You could tell the guy wasn't feeling good. Is but he a Hall of Famer? Fringe? Yeah. Hoff. Yeah. Because yeah. 222, 128, 36 record, 2.32 goals against average. Percentage. When he was on, he was almost unbeatable. He's the guy who's come Absolutely. beating Boucher's record of shutout. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Um, the guy was amazing and is oh, but Hall of Famers. When you look at some of the Hall of Fame goalies that aren't in the playoff or aren't in the Hall of Fame, it gets tough. Um, true. True. It's just it's tough for goalies to make the Hall of Fame, especially because goaltending has taken such leaps and bounds over the last twenty years. As we're sitting here talking about how much the skill has improved in the NHL, watch a mm-hmm. goalie from Gretzky's era, and then watch the worst goalie in the watch the next uh, Carter Hutton game, and Carter Hutton would be successful back then. 
<laughs> oh, that's that's hyperbole. I've seen him play recently. No, 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 man, he's got a point. <laughs> hey, I just saw that color goal. That that was a nice little dish by Smaltzy too. Wow, it was. It was a nice goal all around. That unfortunately got canceled out. <sighs> At least we should get a point out of this. Um, but. We'll see. There's still three minutes left, so I don't want to get too ahead of myself here. Too excited. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we should wrap it up with my question of the week. Yeah. All right, boys. So, I think I'm going to go with... It was a weird pod this week. We kind of had some splitting, and this is scheduling, and this has been weird. So, I'm going to go you. with... You're welcome. It's been... Let's see. Trying to think of a good one. I had one, and I was like, "No, I don't know." So let's so just let's go just with. Go. If you were to, let's see, <laughs> bring an old school coyote to this team just for the fun of it, just because it's fun. Who would you bring? Could be prime. Could just be whatever time you want to have them come. Is it too soon to say uh, Kemper? <laughs> Can't bring him back? Yeah, I miss yeah. him. Uh, <sighs> so if we're just talking about sheer enjoyment value, sheer fun of it, yep. I, think I think mine is a too soon, soon to say answer as well. Okay, let's hear it. The most fun, the most, fun the most guy that's been the most fun to watch over the last five years was Connor Gardner. And he didn't prove this team. Oh, oh man, I saw that. Oh, sorry. I'm guessing, I I'm guessing we're losing. <laughs> yeah, we got two minutes left. You never know. Uh, so the goal to me is to add some watchability to this team, but not improve it to the point where we're mediocre again. And Connor Garland, in my opinion, does just that. Plus, we still have Dylan Gunther in this world, so we're still uh, we Honestly, win that. I'm I'm gonna go I'm go this and that. I used just from a toughness a standpoint. You know, there's so many times where it's just like you get punched in the face so many times. You know, <laughs> metaphorically speaking, as a team, like let me see Biz Nasty in there. And honestly, I feel like he's a he was a better skater than given credit for or even given the opportunity um, a lot of times. A lot of times, they, you know, they really just wanted him out there to almost be that goon. But, you know, I actually enjoyed him. I thought, you know, I, I didn't – I was rooting for him, and he got a lot of DNPs, I think, was it in the, the playoffs or there – was, there was a point where – when was he with us? 2000 – Yeah, he was there for a good couple of years. Yeah, maybe not the playoffs, but there, there are times where it was just like – He was there on the run. That 2012 run, he was there. Okay, okay. So, yeah. He was there, there, but he was up during that a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah, But I do think that he was a better, you know, skater and had a – not that he was, like, super skillful or anything, but I don't think he hurt you as a, a, you know, as a goon-type player, as a lot of goon-type players would kind of hurt the hockey side of the, the, um, you know, on-ice rink performance. So. I think good locker room presence too. 
right at Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be uh, probably Ilya Prisgalov. I, I just like him. I think he's so entertaining. I know we have a yeah. goalie, but I don't know. I think he's a fun guy to be around his you know, interviews and stuff. I think it'd just be fun. Just at least yeah. he has that to look forward to. And he was goalie to watch, too, because he didn't rely on his fundamentals. He relied on a lot of flailing around yeah. and making... <laughs> which, uh, yeah. He was fun, though. What what coyote do you are you thankful that is not on the coyotes anymore? Mike Ribeiro. I was gonna go Mike Smith, but he's a big part of our run. That's a cheating answer. Mike Ribeiro is cheating. <laughs> I mean, I, Mike Smith. Like, I I appreciate what he did. I really do. I yeah, hate the way it kind of ended. Yep. But I appreciate what he did. I, I can give him that. I, I you know I may not like you as a person, but I can respect that. Just some of his, uh, you know, like playing it. the puck behind the net, or even just like coming out, just getting his pissed off all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah just being a real freaking asshole too. Just, just always yeah. mad and breaking sticks and shit. Like, all right, man, chill out. Right. Yep. For me, it's uh, Rafi Torres. Okay. Just. Oh yeah, Rafi. That's a good one. That's a good one. And I just I don't let players for the sake of being dirty. And that was wrong. He was dirty for the sake of being dirty. Oh. Man. How many players? Oh. Many good, I think it was a good episode, guys. Yeah. yeah. Always a good time having you on. Yeah, I went quick. I looked down. It was freaking almost an hour and a half. Like, whoa, where did time go? Yeah, that's why I was trying speed it up there towards the end, but it's just it's always it's always such a blast when we have you on. We always lose track of time. Yeah, appreciate hey, it. Thank you. Yeah, if you guys are listening and you guys are Coyotes fans, you know, ask one of us or ask the Chirpin Yodis podcast to join our group, uh, Coyotes group chat. More than welcome to have you guys on. Love to have you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm adding people, just follow me or Mac, and one of us will usually get you on. Yes, get sir. You can follow me if you don't want to block me. That'd be fine too. Art, be really petty and follow him to block him. That'd be fantastic. I'll, I'll be like, okay, I can respect it. I can respect it. Game okay. respects game. He had my to burner, me then. He got to. My burner. Hey, my chew. <laughs> Wait, so actually, I have blocked Tyler before. Yes, Shut he up. has. Shut yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you remember the group chats when all of a sudden Tyler left them all? Really? Why did you block him? I'm sure I just said something retarded. I don't remember what so, I said, but I'm sure it was I something. Set, I set up a joke. Purposefully set up a joke in the Coyotes group chat. I purposely he calls you an idiot? A softball. <laughs> like an sure enough, he hits the softball. He nails it. He lets <laughs> it out of there. And all of a sudden, he's not in any of our group chats anymore. <laughs> yeah, it just like disappeared. And I was like, "What in the world?" And then I got re-added. I was like, "Man, you suck an asshole, man." It was funny though. I had to respect it. Game respects game. <laughs> I was like, "All right." I've right. had people hit me up too. Like, "Yo, I, I just got booted from the," or they get mad at me. Did you just kick me out of the group? No, I didn't kick you out of the freaking group. Like, someone must have blocked you. Oh, 
Oh, okay. But yeah, I can't add you, so somebody blocked you. <laughs> I think Whoopsie. the only guy you've kicked out of the group was that guy that got really weird. Oh, yeah. Coyote's group in the bubble run. Yeah, yeah. I added him. He's, he's a friend from high school, and I don't know what the hell he's been going through or whatnot. But yeah, that was, that was pretty uncalled for. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't mind. I don't mind arguing at all. I'll argue nah. with anybody all day. Keep it civil and don't. No, he he deserved it. I yeah. I, I that's really probably the only dude I've booted to be honest. And he's my buddy too. So it was like kind of embarrassing. Like yo, and I haven't talked to him in a while. I know he's been going through some addiction shit and whatnot. But yeah, that's that, was, that was kind of embarrassing. Yeah, well, hopefully he gets it back on the. Yeah, hopefully for sure. Never, he's, he's never a decent, he, yeah, he's a decent guy, but that was just you know a little little much. Yeah, addiction needs to be considered. Needs to be put under the mental health wrap too. It does more and more for sure. It's you know it's nothing to really play around with. Oh, speaking of which, we have not done a. Are we still recording, Tyler? Yes, we are. Okay, I'm gonna do a quick. Uh, Update on that thing. All right, let's hear it. So we are at twelve points, which puts us at thirty-six dollars just in the points. But then also lost twelve pounds, so we are going to be at forty-eight dollars pledged to uh, Nami so far. That's great. Nice, dude. Um, Keep it up. Oh yeah, yeah keep winning, we'll get that pledge up higher, and then so uh, what's what's the deal? So how does it go? Explain it to me for the, someone who has not been great listening to podcasts, any podcasts at all. So for every point the Coyotes get this season, I am pledging three dollars to the National Alliance for Mental Illness, nice. and then for every pound I lose because we quickly learned like a week and a half into the season that that's going to be a really small bet <laughs> for every pound I lose. <laughs> well, I'm going to add a dollar and then the first over, if we win the first overall pick, that's 150 second overall pick. That's a uh, hundred third overall pick. No, I'm sorry. That's 125 third overall pick is a hundred. And then fourth or lower is $75 added to the pledge as well. So do we have odds on what's going to be um, more, your weight loss or the Coyotes point total at the end of the year? Because we're at what? Are you at oh, 14 pounds? You're at 14 pounds, you said? Uh, I think so. No, 10, 12. 12. 12 pounds, 12 pounds. So 12 pounds and then 12 points? Is that where oh, we're at right now? Oh, my God, yes. We're tied. <laughs> it's going to be my weight. It's going to be the weight loss, which is sad. <laughs> So, That's a good hey, thing, so I will say whatever, however many pounds you lose, I'll triple match that. So, okay, yeah, all so right, get up to okay. double what you're at right now. Get up to 25. Let me do that. I want to donate 75. So, get up there. You got this, dude. Sounds yeah, good. Man. Keep running away from those tornadoes. That's gonna help. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Waves and make superior. We don't do tornadoes. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. 
from uh, all of us, thank you, Mac, for coming back on the show and filling in. And uh, you boys have any last little things you want to say before we get out of here? I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on. I know with my such a bold take last time I was on saying that Coyotes <laughs> might be better than a lot of fans, uh, a lot of people around the league might have suggested. You know, that's why you guys have me on. You guys have the, the great analysis right there. You know, we're three points behind everyone else. And so, yeah. What I need, what I need you to do next time is do the Tyler. And bet on someone being worse than normal. <laughs> yeah, right. That worked for me. Because <laughs> his uh, his biggest disappointment going into the season was going to be Shane Ghost Despair. <laughs> and reverse cursed him, so I'll take it. I'm happy with it. <laughs> there we go. Me, me and Tyler just need a hot take. You know, little. Yeah, that's what section. we do here. That's why we're blocked yeah. by so many. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah, so I got more blocks than follows. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, well then, but, I'm almost here at the chirping yotes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was on. Thank you all for listening. Uh, don't uh, remember to subscribe to the podcast. Give us five stars, and see you all well, in a couple days. Actually, going to be back with an episode with Chase and Haynes recording this Friday night. Oh, yotes! Looking forward to that. And from all of us here at the Chirpin' Yotes. Have a great night. We will see you Friday.